Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and the rest of you doing out there. Hey! This is FM99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast, Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, I am Sean Hood. That guy's Dave Taylor. Man, you're gone for a week and you got all this attitude again. I got to build it back up. The vitriol <sighs> and the anger and the angst towards these people out there. Because, uh, you know, you got to go full heel early to get them to hate you. Otherwise, you're a cool heel. I, I, yeah. I just told him you were watching Avengers, so I figured you know it by heart, because you've seen it before, the previous I've seen, I've seen it multiple times now, so, you, know, you know, of course I have. And so, uh, speaking of, uh, I don't know if I should say an Avenger, but a superhero in his own right. A man who's ruined all other men for you. Our special guest this week, wrestler Zach Hilton. Well, at one point I was the Pink Avenger. You were, That's right, you were! So, there Pink Avenger, was. Majestic Wolverine, the real A-lister. That's right. Know. I had a lot of monikers. That's right, Zach, before anybody cared about that other Zach. Anyways, <laughs> we are uh, Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. Lots of ways you can keep in touch with us and follow us. First of all, our FM99.com and 1069thefox.com right there on the website under Media ESPR. Links you to our most recent episode every week, basically on our SoundCloud. But we're on all your major podcast apps. Just search ESPR and Wrestling if it doesn't come right up. And you can just subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review. We would appreciate it very, very much. And if you want to stay in touch with us, Facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99, and email ESPR at FM99.com. And with that out of the way, I think that means that we can dive right in this week. Zach, I know you're not here normally. We're going to do something uncanny. We're going to start a show with the news. (laughs) All right, and in the news this week, actually, Zach walked in here and had news that I didn't have right away. So, Uh Zach, what did you have? Um, that they announced Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole at the next NXT TakeOver. Okay, well, I'm again, that's, that's cool. <laughs> I believe that's the slogan, again. <laughs> With a question mark. Yeah. Again? <laughs> Who put a question mark on there again? <sighs> if you put it on there, Sean will read it. It's true. Anyways, I, I mean, the last match was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping they, they give it a little... Thing. Cargano kind of hasn't been on TV. Well, I mean, they kind of film these things weirdly where one week they're on, one week they're not. Oh, no, so. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, but we haven't, four episodes him, in the week, yeah. we haven't got a lot of him since he won the title. Right. And like the one of the only things that really hurt it last time was there was really no story between Cole and Gargano. It was an amazing match, but they just didn't have a story built up because they were going Ciampa, and that obviously didn't happen. So they did their best last minute. I was kind of hoping we'd get a little more development towards the match this time. I'm hoping we still will, but they're, you know, these all things are pre-taped. Right. So do you think it also has something to do with, they had to move the takeover date. Didn't they? Didn't, wasn't it originally uh, scheduled? You know what? I think you're right. Yeah, it's it's, it's June 1st. Yeah, now it's moved to June 1st, so you really don't have time to get ready no, for this thing. not much at all, really. So, I mean, and it'll be a great match again. I'm not really worried about it. It's takeover 25. And it's in a Bridgeport, Connecticut. Yeah. But you know what's good about this is that it's not on the pay per view weekend. You know, it can, so we can see how it stands up on the right. Yeah, that yeah. is kind of rad. Yeah. It is nice that NXT can have a show focused, and that's what I'm going to watch. It's not like WrestleMania where you're waiting for that next day. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I completely agree. But again, I just—it's one of those things I was hoping we'd get a little more story brought out there. But we do have a lot with Strong and the Undisputed Era and Cole and all them. There's a big about a lot of dysfunction there. Uh, I saw that on the most recent episode. We'll talk about that a little later. but So maybe that's going to factor into being the big story going into the match. Uh, I don't know. All I can say is, God, I hope Cole wins this time. Because, please, I just need it. 
Well, well, I, you know what? I want to talk about that when we get to NXT. Okay. there's something about that specifically I want to talk about. All right, fair enough. Uh, up next, former WWE and Impact wrestler Matt Morgan. That's right, the blueprint has uh, been voted the <laughs> mayor of Longwood, Florida. Yes, yes. Already of more, course it's Florida. Already more successful in politics than he was in wrestling. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, he did okay in Impact, but he never really took off, uh, and he definitely never took off in WWE. No. No. <laughs> no. Not one bit. Not, 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 when you get, we gotta, when you gotta. Oh my God. S- I thought, for s- a second, s- I thought Dave was just having an issue. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. He was at that same time when they hired like nine big guys. Mm. They had Horseshoe, otherwise known as Luther Reigns. <laughs> they had, a, um, oh, the big Australian guy. Oh, Nathan Jones. Nathan yeah, Nathan Jones. Oh my yeah, God, who yeah. was terrible. They so uh, bad that they yeah. didn't put him in that WrestleMania match. I know. <laughs> uh, like he was in a time when they had a lot of really big guys who just weren't great. Yeah, Matt was the best of the bunch. Yeah, but that being said, that's a low hurdle to climb. Yeah, yeah. Tyson something wasn't uh, not or who Tyson is it? Tomko? Oh my yeah. God, Tyson Tomko. <laughs> oh, Tomko, give me a beat. No. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Back when he was with Christian, that was that was pretty great. Who he followed to TNA and also became his lackey. Yep. Which you know, hey. Hey, just do what you know. Do what you're good at. <laughs> um, but you know, congrats to uh, Matt Morgan. He's got his DNA in space, and uh, now he's that's a legit thing. <laughs> oh my god. And because uh, they thought he was like a perfect human male, so they put his DNA into a thing and sent it into space. He's leading the charge. He really is. <laughs> Uh, that's why aliens don't visit. They were like, that's what's down there. <laughs> um, also, uh, Rhino not, uh, taking the pay increase they wanted to give him. Apparently significant. And, uh, he's going to be leaving WWE in July. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, this company is really trying to buy anybody to stay. In Rhino's defense, he brought, he specifically said he wanted to come back to work with the young guys and help them out. Um, and just get guys over, but you know, nothing, not for him. Right. Uh, but I guess his time is done. He put over enough young guys? Yeah, you know, he got Heath Slater so over. Well, I, I think part of it was he wanted to be used. Because when, when's the last time? Not so much in, I mean, I, I, unless he's Dave. doing house shows. But uh, but you never see this guy. You know, No, like, but that's just, true of like a third of the roster. Yeah. I mean, so. I mean, everybody doesn't go on TV. Yeah. But, but is he doing house shows? I don't know if he's even doing house shows. I, yeah, I'm sure he has is. To be I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know because I'm not seeing the reports, oh, but I I'll, would assume he is. But I'll, Dave I'll will look, look it up right now while we Thank can. you. Because you know, Dave's that kind of sweetheart. He's great. Uh, yeah, he's, he said they actually offered me more than twice my downside. Wow. But it wasn't where they would have to use me because the downside is so large. It wasn't about the money. It was about me wanting to be on the road working, helping the younger guys kind of a player coach role. That's cool. Cool. You know? Um, I, if anybody thinks this is because he's going to all elite wrestling, you're out of your mind. <laughs> I, I just, My delivery <laughs> driver from uh, a pizza place down the street's leaving the job. He's going to, go to yeah. AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anytime anybody is leaving, yep. oh, I bet you they're going to show up in AEW. Oh, they're going to show up in AEW. Yep. Why? Yeah. You know, they don't need a million guys that we've heard of necessarily. They've got names we know, yeah. and they're bringing in a bunch of other independent names. They don't need a ton of – they need to avoid the TNA ca- uh, thing where you got pigeonholed as this group that only took WWE cast-offs. Right. And especially Rhino, who is way, way, way on the other end of his good years. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Man still goes out there and works, mm-hmm. and he doesn't look bad doing it. He's just nowhere near where he needs to be anymore to perform in a company, especially something like All Elite that's going to be very competitive. Yeah. Well, then they did the storyline where he like he lost his job, and then he gets rehired, and it's like, okay. 
Yeah, well, that's WWE. <laughs> well, that's a bunch of WWE <laughs> yeah. storylines. We do things for like two weeks, and it is cut. It's oh yeah, well because you know clearly we're not getting the reaction we wanted, so it's over. Yeah, it can't be in our storytelling though. No, no. oh no, <laughs> let's just change some rules. All of a sudden, that'll come up too. Good lord. Yes, Dave. Well, there was a story, uh, you know, the old, I guess Chris Jericho did an interview talking about uh, WCW. Mm-hmm. You know, when they, it was the one night on Raw, and then it's like, you know, we so we're in a non-WCW town. You have uh, Booker T versus uh, Marcos Bagwell or whatever it was. What it would, and, and then they, and, and then they're like, "All right, that's it." Yeah, it's exactly. In fairness, that. Marcus Bagwell sucked. So, oh, yes. oh that was bad. Uh, you know, it was it was that uh, you you trained the when, crowd for years. When WCW Buff Bagwell is about as top list a star as you got from that purchase. Okay, well then we've done things wrong already. Like yeah, that's that's yeah. already a problem. And they don't. They're not a fan of people calling out via mother. No, that's not a big thing for them either. When you call in, when your mom calls in for you, that's, uh, that's oh my gosh, great. yeah. Um, up next, uh, NXT wrestler Dominic Djakovic. Uh, he apparently underwent surgery to repair torn meniscus, so that's a bummer. Uh, he was looking to be building a feud with the Dream, Amer- uh, the uh, Velveteen Dream over the North American title in NXT. I was looking forward to that match because Dream. I gotta be honest, Dream is kind of a star maker. Yeah. In NXT. Guys have matches with him, and then they just move on, and they're bigger as a result. Yeah. I mean, look at Riddle. He had, I mean, he was already kind of a star, but he had that match with Dream. It kind of solidified him as a player there, having real, a really good match. And then he's now in a world title kind of feud. Not necessarily feuding for the title, but he's in that level with Cole and all them. And it's like he went up from losing that feud. <laughs> like, yeah. How you know? does that work? Yeah. Like, but it doesn't seem weird. Yeah. You know? Um, so a bummer. I was looking forward to seeing Dominic Djakovic and uh, the Dream lock horns, but I guess we may have to wait for that. No timetable right now on a recovery for him. Uh, speaking of AEW, somebody did go there. Who? <laughs> My pizza delivery driver? <laughs> Maybe. If he was Jerry Lynn. Oh. Yeah, Jerry Lynn Jerry. Signed, has signed on with them as like a coach. So that's cool. That's right, because they're having their own school. Mm-hmm. That's kind of rad. I, yeah. I mean, he's great. I mean, he has so many years in the business. You want to get a legend like him to teach whoever – what, whatever style they're going to do for this company, Jerry Lynn's great. Oh, and I feel like they've done a good job of that, too, because you see some of the guys they're bringing in as coaches. I mean, just as an example, you've got Jerry Lynn, who is technical, high-flying stuff. On the other side of that, they got Billy Gunn, WWE-style, yeah. big guy, athletic. You know what I mean? So they're covering bases with these coaches. They're not all the same. It's not like they're hiring a bunch of five-foot-tall indie guys. Right, right. You know, which I don't have a problem with them. No. But this shows that they're looking at different styles and who they're going to have. Well, they got to learn how to have characters as well as being Well, that's important. important. Yeah. That's important, but let's not get the uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> uh, speaking of AEW, they got a television deal announced uh, coming hopefully next week is what we're hearing. On a Wednesday, it's a rumored television deal with TNT. If they call it Tuesday Night Dynamite, I will throw something. <laughs> oh, yeah? That is the worst name. Is that is that rumor? Oh, they they copyrighted the name. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, that's like TNT, though. I mean, Tuesday that's Night Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday say- Night Dynamite. Does, now, does that sound suspiciously to anybody else, like Monday Night Nitro? Yeah, it, and it sounds but like that's cool. But it's, it sounds like a Vince McMahon name. I just, you know, can you imagine yeah. in his voice uh, after after Great Balls of Fire, we'll have <laughs> Tuesday Night Dynamite. I really hope blonde hair Sting shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever hair he has left, just do just it. Just do it. Bleach it. Bleach it, baby. Just bleach it. Uh, that's that's. I mean. 
Just don't call it that. That's all I'm asking you. I mean, yeah. realistically, it could still be a great show, even if it has that terrible name. Yeah. Um, if this deal gets announced, if they got a good deal on TNT, a good spot, and a good you know time frame, I think na- that would be the time to start getting excited. I think everything else beforehand is a little bit preemptive because yeah. nothing's really happened. Yeah. But once they have an actual TV deal in place and we know that we're going to start seeing something from them, that's I feel like when just the time is to get excited about it. Well, isn't it like event like a big showcase? You know, so that like where they, where they announced their fall schedule, if you will. Yeah. So they're like, all right, yeah. you know, which originally they didn't think there would be enough time to get a deal finalized yeah. before that. Like that was the rumor mill. So I'm hoping that it's a good deal and it wasn't just a we need to get something on the books. Yeah, you yeah. know, bad no. bad name, and <sighs> especially if it airs on like Saturdays. That would oh god <laughs> Saturday at two p.m. Tuesday well, Titans. But, but but that you know for you know for years there was uh, you know WCW main event on Saturday or WWE WCW yeah. Saturday night was you know it was like six to eight or six to seven. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. called Tuesday main event. Yeah. It was no, was no. Joke. That was no, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Dave here. I missed it when you first said. Yeah, it. I know. Because I made my joke about two p.m. and then I went, oh, hey. he meant Tuesday. Hey, was I, the oh? I mean, if they get it in Texas, it'd be this Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. <laughs> That's true, kid. Anyways. I bought that pay-per-view. So that, I'm old school. <laughs> you poor bet. Anyways, so that's the news. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about the wet fart that was uh, the week that was in wrestling, uh, for especially for WWE. Uh, we'll be right back. Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please, keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back, and wildcard rules are in effect. That's why Zach Hilton is here, uh, because a guy from another podcast can just randomly show up if he wants to. That's right. It's on another podcast. But that's why we didn't explain it in the first segment, because we're basing it on the booking of Monday's Raw. Right, exactly. (laughs) See, now it makes sense to you guys out there. Not really, though, because the rule makes no effing sense. But you should understand it anyway. Right, exactly. Uh, Real quick, since (laughs) I mentioned it, he is on his own podcast. Yes, uh, Hunter's Podcast at Hunter's Pod on Twitter. Ooh, Hunter's. That's the intro. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, uh, you know, I, you check that out. They tackle a lot of stuff, scary movies and uh, all sorts park. of. They, I know you guys are doing Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, Halloween Horror Nights, Hollow Scream, all, that. all sorts of good stuff. Cool stuff. Check out. Um, in any event, so this week on Monday, we opened up the show with <laughs> oh Vince McMahon God. promising that this was going to be like can't miss TV. It was going to be big. Uh, things were happening. And then things happened. Uh, oh my God! Did they ever? We got nine million interruptions. Yeah, Kofi uh, showing up, Reigns, uh, Daniel Bryan, all in the same segment, and then Vince McMahon says, "Oh, there's a wild card rule yeah. now. All of a sudden, <laughs> I've decided there's a wild card rule since you guys have just happened to show up, and so three guys can potentially show up from SmackDown to Raw and Raw to SmackDown. We'll just go with that. And then what's funny is like then Seth Rollins comes out, and then it turns into chaos." And then we go to a commercial break, and they're still there. Still there. We're still not done. Nope. Because then AJ Styles comes out. Mm-hmm. And he's angry. He asks the question, everybody's thinking, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he said it, and it was probably the most believable a line from AJ Styles has ever been. Because it made no sense. I I honestly don't know what this company's doing anymore. And... I'm I'm glad this is the episode you're bringing me on because I can't do any further because I'm not <laughs> going to watch 
because it is ludicrous. It's legitimately, they don't have an idea that it's their storytelling that's the problem. Yeah. It's the fact that they don't have, quote unquote, stars. The stars aren't on the show. Every time you have them, you, you, you bring them down. Braun Strowman, uh, Becky Lynch, uh, let's just kill all the momentum they have. Yeah. Wait, oh. And push Roman to the moon. Like, like I was talking to Zach before the show a little bit. It's a matter of they haven't made an actual star in years. There, nobody feels different at this point. Everybody feels like they're at the same level. Zach was talking to me beforehand about this. Even Reigns feels that way now. He feels like he's at the same level as everybody else. And when you had two potential people who were on their way to being stars in Becky Lynch and Govey Kingston, you killed it. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. They still get cheered. Yeah. But they don't have nearly the hype and energy they had. But they all get cheered. See, Becky Lynch, before WrestleMania, was in, like, ESPN stuff. And then she was in pop culture stuff. She was trending on Twitter. And now she's just like anybody else on the roster. And it's kind of annoying. You had a goldmine in that character. And you were like, no, 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 no. You're going to be like everybody else. Damn it. Equality. Because that's how it is for them. I think this is Vince's, Vince's like, equality, what does that mean? And so he's trying to figure it out, and he pieces it together. And it means, oh, nobody can be better than anybody. That's what it means. So it's like he really does feel like everybody is now at the same level. If you're not a McMahon, you don't get, like, the highlight. Yeah, 50-50 booking is is a problem, too. Unless you're McMahon, that's, like, 80-20, or yeah, unless roughly. you're Stephanie, or it's 99-100. Oh, 100%. Do not get it twisted. You're not going to win that feud. Uh, it, it's just a matter of, I don't know. It, like, you said it last week. It was the title of the episode, Press the Panic Button, yeah. you know, which is exactly what it seems like. But it's like Vince's panic button is more of a snooze alarm. Yeah. yeah, It's just like, I don't really have any great ideas, so I'm just going to try this. Well, and even the lead up to it, like Roman saying he was going to Raw, and then WWE tweeting like, you can't come here, and then him tweeting back, have my music ready. That would have been interesting, mm-hmm. but yes, still snuffed that out, yeah. because Vince came out first, and did his... Blah-blah-blah. And then Daniel Bryan, by the way, hasn't been on TV, hasn't been mentioned for an entire month. Just cold to the wind. Yeah. I I agree with you when he the tweeting leading up to it was interesting mm-hmm. because that can seem like a renegade, like a like a like a loose cannon or whatever. And if he'd have just shown up, then maybe Vince can come out and go, no, no, what are you doing? Yeah, you know. But again, don't follow that up with nine other people. It, it ruins the effect of that person showing up. And then law of diminishing returns. You have now ruined the pop you were going to get for a lot of these guys later in the night because they've seen all of them now. Mm-hmm. And you've seen all of them together, so the energy's up here, and the rest of the show comes back down. And in fact, later in the show, you give away a main, you know, a WrestleMania main event, essentially. Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. No build. No build. No build. Hey, we're just going to put this into the show. Because, you know, maybe maybe it's a move to, to hang on the viewers, but you're not getting new ones because nobody's going to know to tune in because they, they're already waiting to watch this on YouTube. Well, I have a feeling that back in the day when people, you know, watched Raw and it got high <laughs> ratings, it wasn't necessarily about the wrestling. And as much as I love the wrestling, it should be saved for the pay-per-view. But they've harnessed this thing where every week has to have 30-plus minute matches for multiple matches so why watch the pay-per-view if I'm just going to watch it on Raw? Especially when it ends up being that I'm watching a three-hour Raw, and then it feels like, what, a four-hour pay-per-view, yeah. which really, at the end of the day, you're filling with other segments, so it just feels like a three-hour Raw or a four-hour Raw. It ends up feeling, and you're ha- they're running short on that four-hour mark a good portion of the time, so really it's just feeling like Raw. 
at a certain point. They're not feeling special. They're not feeling like there's any real reason to care about the pay-per-views outside of the wrestling, which, as you know, Zach was saying, you can get on Raw. Yeah. Because And don't get me wrong, I love that they're doing longer matches, but the story's not there to support them, to make them interesting, to make them intriguing. But, I just don't get it. But, Sean, they're building momentum for the next pay-per-view event. Are they? <laughs> I feel like we're still you know, building momentum know, for WrestleMania. If, if, if Ricochet can defeat Robert Roode, he can keep his spot in Money in the Bank and have that momentum for... Nah, the best build I get for this pay-per-view <laughs> is an email telling me it's this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> right, well. I will say this. I do appreciate that small attention to detail when he wrestled Robert Roode because the announcers brought up how he lost to Robert Roode the previous week, but he was announced as part of Money in the Bank. How does that make any sense? Yeah. So he wrestled Robert Roode for the spot. I'm cool with that. That's an attention to detail I appreciate. Where was it the other two hours and 59 minutes? I, you know. You got you know, tag team champions losing. Uh, you, know, you got, um, what, the, what the hell are you doing with the revival? I don't know. Is this a punishment for not signing? I don't know if it's exactly a punishment, but I will absolutely, I'm, I'm scared for them, but I'm also giving them mad props of like, you know what? We're going to do it, and we're yeah. going to do it yeah. tenfold because well, doing it. they sold the crotch stuff like they were Shawn Michaels <laughs> at SummerSlam 2005. Yeah, no, they did great. It was It's funny to watch, but you're like, man, they could be doing so much more. And now that I, I guess it's a different set of writers because the Usos on SmackDown were cool. Yeah. The yeah. Usos here feel like Roman Reigns with dumb, jo- dumb jokes and bad lines. Yeah, completely two different Usos. Yeah. I don't get that. Well, they are two different people, Dave. I mean, they're twins, but they're, they're two this different people. This is true. Well, they were told just to be DX from 2005. Oh, God, <laughs> no. Why? Don't do that to anybody. Not even DX from 2005. Uh, but Jimmy's I Jimmy's mean, going to get a lazy eye soon. Watch out. Oh, God. Raw, <laughs> Raw was bad. Um, uh, is it Sami Zayn's in the dumpster somewhere. Uh, somewhere. And then he found his way out for SmackDown. Yeah, amazing, yeah. Well, what's crazy about that is, like, I swear to God, whenever they do those things, it's like, oh, we're saying goodbye to a character because they've done it to Eric Bischoff. They did it to the Spirit Squad. And I was like, okay, maybe Sammy's leaving to go somewhere else. And then he just shows up on SmackDown. (laughs) Well, remember when, a couple of weeks ago, uh, EC3 got assaulted by Braun Strowman and, like, put through the stage ring? What was it? I don't remember at this Uh, point. The stage, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'm thinking to myself, that's right around the time of the Superstar Shake-Up. I'm like, oh, okay, this is how they're going to write him off Raw, and he's going to pop back up on SmackDown, rebooted, restarted, because they've ruined that introduction. Nope. He was announced the next day as a part of the Raw roster. What? (laughs) How does that make any sense? Like, remember when big men hurting people meant long-lasting effects? Yeah. Speaking of a star that they ruined their opportunity to have, Braun Strowman. That dude was huge at one point. Crowds went nuts for him, and he's turned into a joke. It's a comedy act. He's a comedy act. Oh, yeah. You might as well book him like Big Show where he was just being movie characters. He should. Just do that. He should be uh, like Strokishi and stuff like that, like the other wrestlers. <laughs> like, let's just do that. If he just was Attitude Era wrestlers from here on out, I'd be okay. Like, yeah. if he comes out as Naked Midian, let's roll. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> But yeah, SmackDown wasn't much better. Same thing. You have Raw guys showing up on there. Sami Zayn showed up. Uh, who else showed up? Help me out here. I'm well, you had AJ Styles coming uh, over Styles for the right. triple threat match, which was a good match. For, again, you there's know. good wrestling. Yeah. They but just that, don't but, have the story to support it. Yeah, and then the whole tag team championship thing now. Okay, so so Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Hey, Daniel's back. With, you know, what's this match? And defeating the Usos, who showed up. So that's four guys, again, showing up on. Is it four guys now for these wild card shows? But like. Oh, you, oh. 
But here's yes, okay. So going back to that real quick, we'll go to Raw real quick. So they had the three guys at the beginning. Yeah, Vince says three guys can come over. Later on in the show, Lars is on, but Lars is a SmackDown wrestler. Yep. Then they do the promo after being like, "Oh, it's four. That doesn't make sense. You can't make up a rule after you did something." In fairness, he made up the rule after the other one showed up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so like they just stuck with this, the theme, Zach. I, it's dumb. But it's their theme. Their theme is idiocy. Well, and then Shane McMahon shows up with uh, Elias to beat up Roman Reigns in the Mad Drew McIntyre match. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just, it makes no sense. I don't understand why they think this is their solution, because it's not. No. This is not going to help them. They need, I, what? A, they need excitement. They need energy. And they need a little bit of unpredictability. And I get that that's probably something they're thinking about with this. They're like, oh, anybody could show up. Anybody could show up. But if you tell me that every week, then I'm expecting somebody to show up. It's different when I don't expect somebody to show up and they show up. Yeah. The Reigns thing would have been cool if it was just Reigns that night bucking the system. But you ruined it. Yeah, because they're going to build up. Okay, you know, if you want to come over here, then you know we're going to send some guys to SmackDown. You know, we'll do a wild card thing. Something like that. Not, oh, you're here. We'll do this now. Well, it just feels like too much of Survivor Series. Like you're giving yeah. us too much of that kind of build. That's going to happen in November. This should be storytelling of like just to say two raw guys, Sami Zayn and Braun. Right. Like they should have just fought each other and it actually makes sense because that's what I want to keep coming back to. I don't care if Roman shows up on Raw because he's a SmackDown guy. Let him pay attention to SmackDown people. I need these people to build feuds with their people on the show. Yeah. I have no faith in your ability to tell a storyline on one show, let alone across two. Right. You know? Especially if the ratings would be different, like how they do the Usos. And then, and then what? So when the, Miz yeah. comes to, when the Miz comes to SmackDown to fight Shane McMahon, is that going to be different than when you know Shane shows up on Raw? I mean, it's, I don't know. I just I don't. Yeah, that, that's another guy that they, they got, you know, who... They could be putting a rocket behind, and I don't know what the hell's going on with the Miz. And this is another thing going to SmackDown where Shane announced D. Bry and Rowan as tag champions. Then the Usos come out. Don't you got tag teams on SmackDown that could have came out to be like, hey, don't we deserve the shot? And then D. Bry and Rowan beat them, and we could have a feud between those four people. On top of not only that, you could have said, okay, first of all, the good guys came out and complained. Is that how that's supposed to work? I don't think it is. If it had been the other way around and the Usos were being named the champions and the heels came out and said, no, that's not fair, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Why would a heel manager, a general manager, whatever he is now, and a heel tag team, why would they care that the Usos came out and complained? It doesn't make any logical sense. Especially when they're on Raw. Hey, you're not superstars here. Get out of here. Well, well, here's the problem, though, with SmackDown. Because I I talked about this last week, and you mentioned that. Uh, There's really no team. There's Shinsuke and Rusev. There's the B team. And uh, uh, the heavy machinery. So where's Shinsuke and Rusev? Where's who? Heavy machinery. Yeah. Oh, oh, they congratulated the tag champs after. I know. (laughs) It makes no sense. It's just so dumb. It's just so dumb. I mean, you could have called up an NXT tag team to be like, hey. We want a shot. You could have, which is kind of what heavy machinery is, and they haven't done anything yet. So I don't know. You know what? Speaking of NXT, (laughs) let's just get away from the nonsense that was Raw and Smack. Good idea. Let's talk NXT, because NXT, yet again, good program. Hour long, a little under an hour, Mm -hmm. but like if you're talking with commercials, it would have been over an hour. Um, I loved it. It's simple. It's effective. There's good storytelling. There's good wrestling. 
this is all I want. This is all I need. When I think what works for the show, because like you said, it's less than an hour. You know, they can tape it in advance, but you can add segments into that and put them in there. So you know, you get like you know the Viking Raiders getting attacked by the Forgotten Sons. You know how great was that? Which is a good segment yeah. because it was quick, easy, and it felt like out of the arena, which is what these things need. Yeah, and then Baszler getting attacked at the performance center. I, I love those, I like those. Those, those moments. You know? Yes. And the one thing I truly appreciate about the performance center, one of the two they did actually, was one when the War Raiders got jumped, it looked like a security camera. Mm-hmm. When Baylor, ba- Baylor, Baylor. Baszler <laughs> and them got jumped by Io Shirai, that looked like uh, 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 a static camera that was set up to capture the training exercise. Yeah. So it didn't look it wasn't a perfectly, you know, positioned shot. It wasn't it was just meant to be that. And so it looks more real in that regard. It's not we talked about this before. The promo style on, on Raw and SmackDown, the videos and stuff like that they do, there's no thought process behind why they're doing them the way they're doing them. And it, it, you you lose a lot in that regard. Whereas NXT seems to have this down to a T. Who's doing NXT and why are they not on the main <laughs> roster? I think it honestly comes to the fact that WWE isn't paying attention to NXT and for the fact that Triple H gets to hire whatever writer, he gets to get whoever's in school at Full Sail to be a part of it, and they're just coming up with fresh ideas, and that's the problem. No one is fresh. From what I understand, I think the writing is done specifically between Triple H, William Regal, and I can't remember the last name. There's another guy whose name I can't remember now. But uh, I want to say they're the, they're the guys who are in charge of all the writing. So it's like, okay, these guys are there, which is why it feels consistent because it's just these guys. And, again, there is less to fill every week, and I understand that. But, like, it's not like you weren't doing two-hour, three-hour shows years ago. You were doing them. So it's not like it's impossible. Well, what I always don't understand is that why don't you do that for all the shows? These are the writers for SmackDown. These are the writers for Raw. Do not interject because you guys aren't the same show. Let SmackDown, because back in what, 2002, like Raw and SmackDown didn't feel the same. They did a great job of making all these shows feel different. And now every show feels the same between the stage, between the cameras, between the acts. Nothing is new, but NXT is. No, and back I, the fist. Well, I, I, every, every Raw and SmackDown, like they start the same. It's a promo. Somebody's going to interrupt you. A match is going to be made, player. And well, player. I mean, <laughs> well, you're right though because a promo started Raw and it ended with a WWE title match. SmackDown started with a promo and ended with the WWE title match. Yeah. So they're literally the same shows. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it, it looks like it's Joe Belcastro is the head writer for NXT. Dave Kapoor, who is Raji Singh, yes, who, uh, yes. He is also a part of that as well. Okay. So he, and, and that guy obviously has a lot of experience, so he's been a, a long it's time. It's interesting because he used to be a writer on Raw. And now yeah. I'm not sure if he still works with them or not at all. But I know he was on Raw, and now he's doing NXT yeah. and clearly doing a good job. Yeah, it's Ed Kosky was uh, the head writer of Raw. This is an article from um, from October, so obviously something changed because Brian James is not at list. Obviously, he's not there anymore. No, right, right. And Ryan Ward's still Jesus, part of the team. If this is what happens when you take him him away, please bring Road Dog back. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think I would miss him in that role. I do. Oh, he left at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> but NXT a good a good show. You had some good wrestling on there. The main event: Adam oh. Cole versus Matt Riddle. Oh my God! What a match! It, they're t- they're doing a very good job with the story of the undisputed era and the split between Cole and uh, uh, Roderick Strong. I'm wondering if it's an actual split or if it's one of those ones they're using to further an evil ploy. You know, something along those lines. Like because uh, when he faces Gargano yeah. at uh, Takeover, will this come back around and Strong actually helps him win the title? 
uh, or something along those lines. But either way, that's the thing is I don't know, and they're doing a good job with it. So I like all the guys involved. Undisputed Era is still great. Yeah, I, um, I think this might give them some momentum. I mean, even though they got the friction or whatever. But yeah, absolutely. See. Absolutely. Well, do you think if if all plays out where, you know, it's going this direction, do you think Adam Cole goes face and Roderick becomes the leader? You've got way more potential in Cole as a face yeah. than you do with, with Strong as a face. But the thing is, Cole's such a good heel. He's, I don't want him to be a face. He's such a good heel. But he's a guy that you, you know that is a heel, but he, he's loved. He's like, you love to hate him, but you love to cheer yeah, more. If he's... but I'd rather have him in that role. Yeah, but <laughs> I like Gargano. I really do. But yeah. w- recently with his flip-flopping, I feel like he's kind of died down a little. And NXT needs a face face. Yeah. And I feel like Cole could be that guy. I feel like you're right. He absolutely could. I do also think that's one of the reasons that Riddle's going up so fast. Uh, they need him. But again, the match between those two, absolutely go out of your way to watch it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I love the. I love his MMA style that doesn't feel like a traditional WWE wrestling style mixed with Cole, who's got that independent mesh with... He's one of those guys who nailed the independent mesh with WWE style. Like, he's killing it. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Great match. Check it out. Super worth your time. Um, other than that... I, I don't know. I, I just I, I at this point I'm like, hey, stop watching Raw and SmackDown and just watch NXT. Uh, yeah, 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 that's I, what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, 205 Live, you had the Singh brothers wrestle and win a match. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> that's nothing wrong with it. 205 Live is usually at least good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it, not a bad show. It just doesn't have any hype behind it. Well, yeah. well, and they, well, you got the no DQ match though between uh, Kara Dazawa and Mike Canales, which I right. recommend. So yeah, but I, if you're plunder. not going to promote the show, then I have no interest in the show because the, it, let me tell you, in about two months' time, it's gone. I don't know why they just don't call 205 like. Bring it to NXT. Call it NXT 205 Live and intergender or intergender, intermix all that together. Even on the takeover pay-per-views, I would rather see the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, we, 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 we talked about those things in the past. I'd love to see like a combined uh, you know, a pay-per-view event. Because that way, too, because you would see these 205, 205 guys. Live, NXT, NXT UK. Let's do it all. I mean, the when uh, worlds collide, which is on the network, yeah. by the way, which I haven't seen them all. But uh, when they have like that was, I think the UK like light, well, you know, the, the lightweights, cruiserweights, cruiser yeah, each other, yeah, yeah it some was good, stuff. good stuff. But when two hundred five, when it was that cruiserweight um, tournament, mm-hmm. it was hot. You know why it was hot? Because it was in the NXT building. Yeah. So no, that, that goes to show you the wrestling crowd will love it, but the WWE universe doesn't. Yeah. Well, to my thing is like, so you know what? Embrace the fact that it's not the WWE universe. This make it, and we've said this before. It almost kind of is, but make it your own little ECW. Build that fan base up to be rabid, and give them everything they could want and more. You know, just like you said, add in this other stuff. It gives you such an eclectic show that gives people such a wild variety of things to sample. And then you can have these big shows where you can have so much stuff on them. Do these things will be out pulling at least not by network numbers? If you did it right, these things <laughs> will be <laughs> will be pulling. Sting! <laughs> oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> we'll be pulling uh, uh, bigger numbers than like the some of the WWE pay per views. Well, like they're not going to become big names because right. of you know what they are and what what Vince is treating them. But the fact that Buddy Murphy came out on SmackDown and had to utter the words, "You may not know who I am, baby. You've been on TV for a year." 
and we're going to say we don't know you still, it's because they don't look at them as stars. So I would love a big show with the Cruiserweights in NXT. And even when the Cruiserweights come in to attack people, like treat them like Nexus or something like that for a big show. You know who better never say those words? Adam Cole. When he finally <laughs> debuts in the main roster, he better never say the words, you may not know who I am, because he can prove that wrong by leaning down and lifting his hands in the air and saying, Adam Cole, baby, and listening to the whole arena say it with him. Hey, yeah. But, you know, I always worry because there was a time when, you know, when Bobby Roode would do his hands and then people would yell, Glorious. I mean, Glorious and, was yeah. catchy, but people know Adam Cole. They like yeah. Adam Cole. Yeah. You know, there's a difference yeah. there. Nobody cares. Watch Roode's matches. His, his oh, entrance oh. Was, was really over. People went to sleep during the matches. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, one thing we didn't mention is uh, Mojo Raleigh made an appearance on Raw that nobody saw. There's a reason we didn't mention it. <laughs> no, but he. But it, it's. So I guess they they put it on the show. Yeah, like, and then a, they cut it. And then they cut it. Well, they you know so they're during commercial and. Yeah. They yeah. don't know what, what they're doing. What? <laughs> so, and I, this is, none of that's Mojo's fault. No. no. This is all WWE's doing. Yeah. And God, we want to love WWE. Yeah. We want to. But you make it so hard to love you. I know. I feel like I need to leave. <laughs> the, the Bray Wyatt thing of fireflies and whatever else. I like uh, it I'm, so far. I'm fine with it. I'm interested to see where it goes. I feel like an evil Mr. Rogers, and I love it. But, it, but is this the peak of it? And then is it going to come out and... I I don't think this comes to TV as a live performance. I think whatever happens is going to be in these vignettes, and then we'll get Bray Wyatt whatever version he is. Right. That's very possible. Leads to some kind of culmination in the videos, which reveals the newer version of Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but new theme song, you know, maybe not the rocking chair and a lantern or whatever. The oh, I agree. I think we need to get away from that. Mm-hmm. I, I do think what an interesting thing they could do there would be, you know, kind of a set it up somehow, like a rocking chair left out on stage one night or something like that. And, I don't know, lights go out, lights come back on, it's broken to pieces mm-hmm. or something. Just something to signify he's gone. Yeah, you know, and the new Bray, you're going to get the different Bray, but I'm I'm still into it so far. Yes, and I mean you can treat it like Undertaker because, like, in five years, six years, he can always come back to it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But so that's pretty much the week that was for wrestling, WWE on television and whatnot, and the network. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. And we're going to tackle some listener emails. So stick around and eat, sleep, podcast, repeat. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. (laughs) (laughs) The Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, something, another thing? Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. And we're back. Nothing goofy happened between <laughs> these segments. Nothing. I don't know why you Nothing! Okay. It's time for Listener Mail. I appreciate you dancing to the music. I like that. <laughs> it is time for some Listener Mail. So, Dave, go ahead and take it away. What do we got? All right, I got a couple from uh, Josh uh, right again, uh, and he's talking about uh, Kushida. I totally butchered that. Kushida. Kushida. <laughs> uh, the Kushida, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's excited about him. Live Japanese wrestling. Uh, uh, putting him on the NXT circuit. Um, you know, you think he's going to end up at two hundred five live, or uh, one of the best, you know, juniors in the world? I don't want him to, but he probably will. In reality, he's a smaller dude, and Vince just doesn't. Vince can't book Japanese stars. He just no. can't. I'll be honest; it's going to end up the same way as Hideo. 
I mean, I like him. I like that he's still using the Marty McFly gear. Mm-hmm. So cool on them for letting him still do that. But even if he went to Raw or SmackDown, how far will he go? Question mark? Probably nowhere. <laughs> I do agree. I think, unfortunately, if you made it to the main roster, maybe. Because I just don't think Vince really has an idea of how to successfully use Stars from other areas, stars from other continents. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, well, they don't know who he is. He's, uh, we'll just make him our way and our audience will get to love him. Can I be real? Real quickly. I mean, possibly. This is recorded, so we can always edit. Okay, cool. <laughs> the problem is, is that no title matters. No title. And if you don't treat it like a sport, mm-hmm. no one cares about your your wrestlers. So, how about this? We start making other titles feel important. So they can be a highlight of a Raw or SmackDown or maybe even a pay-per-view. I mean, they did it with the women's title. Congratulations. But you only did it because the world told you to do it. So how about you treat other titles this way? So this guy. Kushida. Yes. (laughs) If he went to the main (laughs) roster and faced somebody for the Cruiserweight title, it will feel important. And that's the issue. It doesn't feel like a sport. There's no... You're right. The titles mean nothing. So, like, winning and losing them doesn't really matter well, at when, all. Yeah, when you have your champions lose non-title matches every all week. The time. Yeah. All the time. There's no prestige involved, and there's no storyline stakes that matter. I mean, there's nothing for these guys to get to, for people to sink their teeth into and care about. No. You know? Every once in a while, like, they'll get it right. Uh, but even when John Cena did Usually the open challenge. Uh, you know, when, when Dolph Ziggler's career was on the line, and people right. were invested in that. But it's, like, every so often, but... It's you know. like, unless if Brock Lesnar has the title, it doesn't mean anything. Because when Brock's champion, when they take those title matches seriously, like when Finn faced them, yeah. when Samoa Joe, granted the matches never went the way you want it to go, but at least it felt important. Every time you were hoping, you were like, yeah. oh yeah. man, this, this could be really good. And, and you know what? And you got invested. And here's the thing. As much as we all hated for Brock to be gone for so long with the title and everything and us not get title matches and stuff... The one thing he successfully did was made you mad the title wasn't there. And so in a weird way, made it mean something because you didn't have it. Whereas now that it's back, it's just kind of there. And then Seth Seth Rollins' own show, he doesn't even defend the title because SmackDown comes and defends it. When Seth comes out, is it Seth or Finn Balor? I can't tell. (laughs) Same title. Same title. What does Burn It Down mean? What is burning? What is burning it down? Guys, guys, do we burn? What are we burning? Downstairs. Oh, down. Anyways. Um, so, yes, there's your long answer about Krishida. <laughs> uh, you also wrote in about uh, the Forgotten Sons, who made a great Ooh. appearance. The Forgotten Sons. Never heard of them. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, he's not, he doesn't like the gimmick, but uh, he could, could, what could, gimmick? could Riker be like a monster in his own? Yes. Um, you, you worked the same show as Riker, didn't you? No. Oh, you weren't on this no, show? No, Aiden did. Oh, that's right. That's right. They're I best forgot. friends. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, our good buddy Aiden, Aiden Chambers, uh, wonderful wrestler. You should check him out if you haven't already. Uh, took part in a great tag team match with this gentleman right here. Iron Man match. That's right. Knight of the Iron Men. Look it up. Mm. Amazing. Um, I got to talk to the to, to him a little bit, Jackson Record, the guy who plays me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, he, cool dude. Super nice guy. Had a lot of opinions on stuff as far as like in the ring, and he seemed really knowledgeable and to care a lot. So I want more for him just because I've had an interaction with the dude. And I'm like, this dude really wants good things for other people in the ring. And he wants to really succeed. And he's a nice dude. And he works really hard. He is built like a brick S house. 
Mm. Like huge. Yeah. And he's like 40. So can we do something with him already, please? I mean, he's probably late 30s, but I don't know. He seems right around 40 to me. Um, when he says he doesn't like the gimmick, my question is what gimmick? That they're forgotten? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. What is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's three dudes coming out that want to earn their shot. I kind of dig it because no one else is doing it. I get, I, I'm fine with that. But my thing is, what are they? Like, what's that? We don't know anything about their motives. We don't know anything about who they are as people. We don't know. They don't get any promo time, really. Well, I think they do come across as we're not on TV, so we forcefully make ourselves. Well, and I, and I think that's going to change now with the, Ra- uh, the Raiders, uh, be, uh, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, more Raiders, Machine Vikings are going to be over on uh, Raw. So. But, uh, yeah, those guys. Um, I do feel like. but I feel The like Viking the, experience, those guys. The Forgotten Sons, need, that's not their name anymore. They're, they're back right, to the, the Viking Raiders. The yeah, Viking Raiders, right. which is way better than the Viking Yeah, experience. we just can't say the word war and wrong. Don't they call so. the finisher the Viking experience now? Yes, yes. that's what it is. But just a, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do. This week you're stay puffed. I don't know. It's <laughs> whatever. Next, and they're going to be called the Berserkers next exactly. week. Exactly. I don't know. Outlanders or something. something. <laughs> you know, whatever, Mad Max. Um, <laughs> in any event, uh, I feel like the Forgotten Sons need, they do, I, I do Coming feel like. Coming to the ring, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like they need more promo time. Because we really haven't established characters for Cutler and Blake at this point. And it was funny because a lot of people said that uh, Blake and um, Murphy were really vanilla and nothing interesting about them. And I'm kind of noticing it was more one than the other at this point. Oh, no. I always saw that Murphy actually had charisma and he was different and he was fun. Well, the other guy. It stands out more now. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So which one was Alexa Bliss with? Murphy. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Anyways, moving right along. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeffrey Wright said, uh, I'll, I'll give you the uh, highlights here. He says, there are too many superstars in the roster. I feel they get more utilized. This new wildcard thing is actually a decent example of basically where they feel confident in carrying both shows. But the thing is there, I didn't need that example. I knew yeah. who they felt confident in. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. Roman Reigns and AJ Styles and Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan. Like, I knew that. Yeah. You're not telling me anything I didn't already know. And let's be real. It's only a matter of time before this turns into a – Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Pick a jobber. Uh, no way Jose yeah, yeah, has shown up on Raw it. for no reason just to get beat up by Braun Strowman or something. Like, it's only a matter of time before that's what this rule turns into. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. I, yeah. He enjoyed the triple threat, which was a great match. Yes. Um, and then he says, uh, glad to see Daniel Bryan back. Can't wait to see the new hemp tag team belts. I am pretty excited about that. I hope they look different than the world title. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. I hope they're like twigs. <laughs> like, I, I want something crazy, man. Like, Rowan's just eating his <laughs> made out of plants. It's got bite, oh. bite marks. Which, in. by the way, who'd have thought that Rowan was going to outlast and out-succeed Harper? Harper. Yeah. Poor Harper. I know. I oh. know. It would have helped. I mean, they both got injured a lot. Yeah. But Harper was so good, man. Yeah. So good. And so ugly. Um, we got no plans for you. So, I guess we got yeah, plans for yeah, see him and uh, we right on any house shows. Uh, <sighs> and he said, Happy Rusev update. Remember when that was a thing? No, I try Ooh. not to. <laughs> what? Rusev. Oh, the guy from Total Divas. That one. Love okay, that gotcha. Next, Dave. Uh, that's it with the emails. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> no, wasn't there somebody about a Dean Ambrose? There's something in there with John Moxley? You. No, it's right here. I'm looking at it from Corey Parrish. It says long? he didn't really get a chance to watch Raw or SmackDown this week, but he watched. He saw some reviews and heard they were a wet fart, so those reviews were accurate. Oh, oh yeah, that's something. Yeah, oh, this is. Uh, uh, yeah, last he talks about email, being yeah. excited about Kushida. What do you guys think of this whole John Moxley thing? The way the video ended suggests a double or nothing appearance, but since we haven't actually heard that he was released from WWE, it could all be a work. Now, here's my thing. I've thought this for a little while now. 
why are they giving so much attention to a guy who's just letting his contract run out? The only other time that something like this has ever happened was CM Punk when his contract was running out and it was turned into an angle about him winning the title and then taking it home with him. I, I have this sneaking suspicion that this may be a work and we're all getting worked by WWE and he's rebranding himself as John Moxley. They're doing away with the Dean Ambrose character because it's that whole, I'm not your cookie cutter corporate goofy storyline character. I'm John Moxley, blah, 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 blah. Because he does a, right before he's gone, he does a sit down promo with WWE, an interview or whatever. And he says the line, like the billionaire didn't get what he wants this time. And this is on WWE.com and with Michael Cole, the billionaire didn't get what he wants this time. I'm like leaving this casino. I'm cashing in my chips, whatever. Very obviously a hint at all a double or nothing, right? The, the AEW pay-per-view. Yeah. Why would WWE allow that to happen when they, they confiscate shirts? They confiscate signs. They, they wouldn't let Tony Storm face a woman at an independent show because she just signed with um, AEW, Bea Priestley. They they wouldn't let they canceled that match. Well, the the match she was going to have against Nia Jax, and then I guess she had to you know go take divas or whatever the hell. Right. So they they and you know so that. it just doesn't make any sense to me that they would allow that if they're not controlling it at that regard. So it becomes weird in that sense. And then he puts out that video, the John Moxley thing, where he's breaking out of prison. You saw it, right, Dave? Oh yeah, yeah. He had the barbed wire. Yeah, that yeah. production was really good. Wasn't it, it, it was really good. Interesting how good that production was. And I, I will say the only thing about the production of that is the fact that AEW does have a YouTube like channel, yeah. and their production is pretty good. Oh, no. I wouldn't say it's that top tier, and especially for a guy who left to be like, I'm just running it out, mm-hmm. you know, I'm tired, whatever. To say you're breaking out of prison at that point mm-hmm. is kind of weird. So you told me this before, and I never really even thought about it, but I'm kind of... I'm going to jump on that bandwagon because of one. Of one. I'm with the one guy. <laughs> you're you're Jerry Maguire. That's a movie, Dave. And I'm going to saw be- that one. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> exactly. So I'm kind of jumping on board of that because maybe it's not the prison of WWE. Maybe it's the prison of Dean Ambrose. The character, right? And my thought process. Another thing is, if you watch the video, and this is me nitpicking a little bit and kind of looking for a little thing here or there to maybe prove I'm right because desperately want to be. Um, it's one of my favorite things in life. Um, in the video, when he's going down the street at one point, Dave's watching Pornhub over there. If you hear anything (laughs) in the background, that's what that is. Um, he is walking along. Watch the background when he's walking down the street. All of a sudden, something pops up on one of the signs. Viper. Anybody else catch that? Yeah. What, Randy? That's what it's, I mean, it says Viper, which is a weird thing for them to focus on. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is this a hint that he's going to feud with Randy? Or what's going on at this point? Because remember when Randy became this unhinged, dangerous character in the more recent past? Is he targeting Randy? Well, thinking about your theory about him changing characters, and the first thing that came to mind is, is he good guy? Is he bad guy? Right. And I think if you do something like this, you kind of got to be a good guy. I think that's just a club. <laughs> <laughs> it very well could be. But it just seems like a weird thing to focus yes, on. No, you're yeah, yeah. Right. But Randy is, I believe, tweening heel Kinda, towards yeah. the heel. So if he is going to come back and feud with someone, I'd much rather that. I'd much right. rather him go after an established name who's not going to be around because it needs to be a one match done thing. So Randy can go be with the 17 kids <laughs> and then Moxley can earn himself to be in the main event. The problem with Dean Ambrose is that they 
put him in a mid-level yeah. where all three of them can be main event, but yeah. they yeah. mid that guy so hard. So this is the way to kind of make him bigger. You know, and the frustrating thing is he was the one that was most organically over. Yep. 100%. 100%. So I, that's just my thoughts on the subject. We'll see what happens. I could be wrong. This dude could end up signing with AEW. He could go nowhere. He could do his own thing. I know he's been putting the, the Cage Fighter movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Doing the so movie. Yeah. Be in that. That's cool. Right. But but let me ask you this. Okay, so he comes back as John Moxley or whatever. How long before he becomes you know, Dean Ambrose again? I mean, is he going to be Moxley? Is he going to keep this well, It's like CM Punk did the same thing. He came back after they finally convinced him uh. to stick around. And he stuck around for a couple more, two more years? Yeah. Mm-hmm, something like that. And then eventually got worn out and left. Very same thing could happen. Yeah. I think it really just comes down to if he's able to get in his contract, I'm going to do basically not what I want to do. Like, oh, I want a title shot or whatever. But yeah, I think he is strictly like, I know what character I want to do. And you should let me because guess what? Gas mask didn't work. No. Okay. So I think if, if I'm allowed to be the guy that I want to be. While you put me in a match with yada yada, you know what basically he's saying? I just want to be in control of the promos. I don't want to be written for. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with the company now. And guess what? If he pulls off, if this is a true thing, and he pulls off, and people are organically loving him, maybe that's a thing that you should look at, guys. Spinning the wheels for them, and they say, hey, maybe we should let more of these guys organically do things. The best Dean we got was the last few months when we found out he was leaving. The last few months before that, yeah. which was terrible. The whole, the whole getting the, the shots and everything else. Yeah. and Which is so yeah. funny. I, I actually kind of laughed when he got the shots, because he was going to be in wherever they were going to be next week, <laughs> and he's like, I need to get my vaccinations now. <laughs> That made me laugh my ass off, even though it looked like it was filmed on somebody's iPhone. Yeah. It was not great, but it was it, it was it made me laugh. But again, so that's where I'm at in the John Moxley thing. I don't know. He could show up anywhere, but that's my theory. Tune in next week for my Game of Thrones theory. <laughs> <laughs> in any event, so uh, that's Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, episode 99 for this week. Zach yeah, Hilton, thank, thank you. you for joining oh, us. Thank you for do you letting wanna, me be here. Do you want to go ahead and plug all yeah. your uh, social media and your, where you can find your show Haunters and everything? Yeah, just go to Facebook, Haunters Podcast. Go to Twitter, at Haunters Podcast. And you can listen to us on uh, Apple and the Spotify and Podbean. All those ways. All those ways. Just look for your Haunters. Yeah. Haunters. It's a lot of fun. It's actually, I've listened to that show. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good show. Thanks, Sean. If you happen to, if you enjoy things of the horror variety, it's yeah. right up your alley. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, this is already coming out. We're doing a Friday the 13th episode tonight, so it's fun. Nice. Nice. You know, you said you're doing that somewhere special, right? No, no, no. Well, no. We have an event later on. Oh, you have an event? Oh, an oh, event cool. later on. Awesome. Okay, well, then never mind. We'll yeah. talk. You can talk about that on your show. Yeah. So tune into his Friday the 13th episode. Do it! So you can hear about these things. Give me what I want! <laughs> okay. You didn't spend enough. <laughs> until uh, until next week. Uh, next week. Big week next week. It is a big week next week. Episode 100. Yes. Right? And we've only missed like one or two weeks? One or two weeks? Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. bad. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Not too yeah. And some guys. weeks we, we've, done, we've done like two, depending on like yeah. the pay-per-views, the big events. We try. Uh, we try. Big, many guests next week, potentially. Ooh. Yes, possibly. Ooh. This is. I don't want to say it, but I do want to say it. I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, next week, potential guests uh, for the podcast, Nita Strauss, mm-hmm. who has played the entrances of many of our favorite WWE wrestlers, so she's right. been involved in that, and possibly Chris Jericho. Ooh. So we might get some AEW discussion. Yeah. Ooh. Especially after it's coming after Wednesday. With the Wednesday, TV we'll deal coming, we yeah. might be able to get something from him about that. It'll, it'll have been on Wednesday. Yeah. So we might have him Friday. You never know. Yeah. Good luck following a- 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
man, I want to play that for him too. <laughs> I, I, I think there's a pay per view next Sunday. But oh, we'll, then there's we'll, that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There's that email coming to tell us that it's coming. That's, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money in the bank. Uh, so it'll be our preview show for that. We'll see how that goes. I don't even know what. Like I know there's a couple of matches happening. But the matches but, are yeah. going to be good. That's what we're talking about. I know. About. We know the matches it's, it's are going to be good. Got two Becky matches. Uh, Kofi and Kevin Owens. Uh, two Money in the Bank matches. Seth Rollins fighting somebody. By the way, what are yeah. the yeah? They just house. Anyway, <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds that, that Becky beats Charlotte and then loses to Lacey? I think it's reversed, but yeah. if that happens, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Becky versus Charlotte again? Or is it yeah. the question mark? Again? again? That's the name of this episode. Again? So there you go. So until next week, episode 100, Eat Sleep Podcast, and repeat. <laughs>